Now it's time to see who has the heart. If you put your effort and concentration into playing to your potential to be the best that you can be, I don't care what the scoreboard says at the end of the game, in my book, we're going to be winners. This is your fight. Now go out there and take it. Let me see your war face. Ah! You didn't convince me. Let me see your real war face. Ah! You don't scare me. Work on it. Welcome to the Best of Tailgate Talk, where we go back into the archives and hear some of our special guests you may have missed the first time around. We'll be back with the Best of Tailgate Talk after this. Come see all your friends at Applebee's in Athens. 12 minutes guaranteed or it's free Monday through Friday, 11 a.m. to 3 p.m. Seven items to choose from. Can't make it for lunch? Visit them for happy hour, 3 p.m. to 7 p.m. or late night. Half-price appetizers with beverage purchase. Six appetizers to choose from. Call 233-4430 or order online at Applebee's.com and pick your meal up with car side to go. Applebee's Neighborhood Grill, Highway 72 in Athens, just off I-65. Eating good in the neighborhood. Real estate, real easy. That's the motto at Innovative Realty Solutions, and providing the highest quality real estate services is their mission. With sound real estate advice, the latest information, and a skilled analysis of the real estate market, Innovative Realty Solutions offers a better home buying and selling experience with a fair, ethical, and, yes, innovative process. Innovative Realty Solutions. Visit them on Facebook, online at InnovativeRealtySolutions.com, at 100 North Clinton Street in Athens, or call 230-5950. Innovative Realty Solutions. Real estate, real easy. When things go wrong, State Farm is here to help life go right. And Agent Michael Howell is the one who can help get things back on track. See Michael for your auto, home, life, health, property, and business insurance and be ready for those unexpected twists that life throws at you. Ask about banking and annuities, too. Call State Farm Agent Michael Howell at 232-5400. Visit him online at michaelhowell.net or go see him at 903 South Clinton Street in Athens. State Farm Agent Michael Howell. There when things go wrong here to help life go right smith's heating and cooling in elkmont is your friendly local contractor servicing most brands of equipment and proudly installing industry-leading ream systems whether it's an air conditioner gas furnace heat pump or indoor air quality system smith's heating and cooling prides themselves on their exceptional installation and 24 7 customer service after the fact they offer financing too call 777-5450 today to schedule an appointment or a free no obligation consultation smith's heating and cooling call 777 Visit them on Facebook or online at smithsheatingandcoolingllc.com. At Hendrix Power Washing and Striping, your property is their priority. Power washing, striping, seal coating, crack filling, and asphalt maintenance, rain or shine, day or night. Call Colby for a free quote at 256-763-1740. Visit their Facebook page and see what they've done for other satisfied customers. Give your home or business that brand spanking new look. Courtesy of Hendrix Power Washing and Striping. Licensed and insured, call 256-763-1740. Hendrix Power Washing and Striping. 
Welcome to the Best of Tailgate Talk. This week we've got some more great special guest segments. First off, we'll hear a visit with John Lohr, Managing Director from Music City Baseball, LLC, a group trying to get a Major League Baseball team in Nashville. Next, we have former Cincinnati Bengals linebacker Reggie Williams. After that, we'll feature a conversation with Caleb Bradham of the Sports Philanthropy Network and Stables Media, who hosts the Legacy After the Locker Room podcast. Lastly, in case you've missed the Play Action Sports Report podcast, we'll give you a taste from one of our more popular episodes, an interview with the two remaining members of West Limestone's 1956 state championship basketball team, Tommy Smith and Hubert Cheatham. Before that, here are a couple of announcements as part of Scores and More, brought to you by P4 Physical Therapy, delivering world-class outpatient care with a purpose. Visit them on Facebook or online at p4physicaltherapy.com. Athens Performance Volleyball is having free tryouts for 4th through 6th graders tomorrow from 2 to 3 p.m. Sign-up form is available on their Facebook page. Youth flag football registration will be through July 20th for ages 5 to 12 at the Athens Rec Center. Cost is $50. For more information, call 233-8740. And the Athens Baseball Kids Camp will be going on June 28th through 30th from 9 till noon for ages 5 to 12. Cost is $75 per player with additional siblings for $50 each. Sign up is online at AthensHighSchoolSportsCamps.com. For more information, email Coach Chuck Smith at chuck.smithacs-k12.org. Don't forget to enter your nominations for the Athlete of the Week polls that will start back up in August. And keep updated during the week on our Facebook page. Just do a search for Applebee's Tailgate Talk. Go to tailgatetalk.net and you can catch up on some of our other special guests as well as get a heads up on who's coming up in the future. P4 Physical Therapy is a new outpatient provider offering community-based care with a unique partnership model that allows them to consistently deliver world-class outpatient care, emphasizing personalized hands-on treatment. Whether it's orthopedic, physical, geriatric or manual therapy, sports or neuro rehab, telehealth, or most any type of muscle or joint pain, P4 Physical Therapy promises to treat you with integrity, compassion, faithfulness, and selflessness. Locations in Athens, Huntsville, and Winfield, Alabama, as well is Fayetteville in Knoxville, Tennessee. Look for them on Facebook or online at p4physicaltherapy.com. From day one, First National Bank has been built on a strong foundation of community first. First to lend a helping hand, first to help with community events and fundraisers, first to support local students, athletic programs, and civic organizations, first to support events like United Way, Relay for Life, and many more charitable events, and most importantly, working for our great community. Without you, there'd be no First National Bank. Making communities great together, that's what we strive for. Equal Housing Lender, member FDIC. Daily and Son Car Care is Ardmore's only one-stop auto repair and tire shop. Whether it's major mechanic or brake work or routine maintenance like an oil change or lube job, Daily and Son Car Care has been satisfying customers all over with their fast and friendly service. They're also your headquarters for quality Cooper tires. Stop by and see Wayne, Nikki, or Dale at 25600 Main Street in Ardmore, Tennessee, or call them at 931-427-4651. They're on Facebook, too. Daily and Son Car Care, open Monday through Friday, 7.30 till 5, and Saturday, 7.30 till noon. Hey guys, this is Joanna for CEI Bookstore and Truth Publications. Many of you are searching for Bible study materials for your Bible classes. 
Our best-selling Bible curriculum, Discovering God's Way, is a reliable tool for teaching students of all ages through the Bible in its entirety. We're sure you'll love this curriculum, and if you'd like to see other options of Bible classes, we'll be happy to help you select from our topical studies. So stop struggling with the search and come by and let us help you select reliable and meaningful study materials for your class today. CEI Bookstore and Truth Publications, taking his hand, helping each other home. Welcome back to the Best of Tailgate Talk on 1080 WKAC. John Lohr of the Music City Baseball LLC, Managing Director. John, welcome to the show. Yeah, thanks for having me. Thank you. Yes, sir. And then the big question is, you know, are you trying to lure a, an existing team into the Nashville area or uh, trying to get baseball to have a startup team for you? What, talk to us. What are the plans for uh, the hopes for the Music City Baseball LLC? Well, I mean, I think our preference would be expansion. Um, you know, Major League Baseball hasn't uh, committed uh, to expansion or, you know, talked about that or certainly given us any any indication that uh, they support our efforts. But, you know, I mean, I think the, uh, the thing for us would be expansion. I mean, but we also want to be, you know, open to uh, relocation, um, you know, as well. Okay. Now, Nashville, for the record, does have a triple-A ball plug, but it's nothing like having the, the big boys in town. Yeah, that's right. I mean, uh, you know, the national sounds have, uh, you know, certainly uh, kind of paved the way, you know, and, uh, you know, we're doing a pretty extensive uh, feasibility and market analysis as well as an economic analysis of the market. And, you know, you can look in the future, it, and we think that there is uh, potentially room for both uh, both clubs. Yeah, Nashville, for people who don't know, my son lives in Murfreesboro, so, you know, we're, we're fully aware of – the expansion around the Nashville area, it's its huge, John, and, and, and rush hour is ridiculous trying to get – there are just – it's like millions of people on I-40-24 Junction trying to get into one lane. So there, there should definitely be the population to uh, to support yeah, I mean, such it, a program. You know, the, the research that I did on the markets, uh, you know, for – over the last uh, few, three or four years, I looked at eight markets in the U.S. and two internationally for really for both relocation and expansion opportunities. And really the two markets that kind of stood out were, uh, were Nashville and Las Vegas. And, I mean, I think if you just, you know, kind of check all the boxes with growth and tourism and, uh, you know, expansion and the airport expansion in Nashville, I mean, it's, you know, there's a number of reasons why it makes sense. Uh, and then I think there's the ability to, you know, uh, be a revenue contributor for Major League Baseball, which I think is a big key factor. Yeah. Well, and, you know, we're, we live in North Alabama, and, and there's plenty of us that would act, you know, it's an hour and a half drive to Nashville. And, that's and, a, uh, yeah, so that's a mini vacation, man. Yeah, there's plenty of people from this area that would certainly come. And, so, I mean, an hour and a half drive's not that bad. You can still go watch a ball game and get back home in a relatively short amount of time. So, um, you know, for us, that would be exciting to see y'all get that as well. Yeah, and, you know, it's important, you know, I think our market area extends beyond Tennessee. Um, and I think, you know, I think it's certainly in this parts of Kentucky uh, and Alabama as well, and we're excited about that because, I mean, part of our objective is to build a, you know, retractable, uh, you know, conditioned uh, covered uh, facility so that, you know, if, you, if you're coming from uh, Alabama on a Friday night at 7 o'clock, you know that the game's going to be played, you know. No rain outs. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, no rain outs. And uh, I'm looking on your website, and 
and you've got some heavy hitters on your advisory board and board members. Dave Stewart. Everybody knows Dave Stewart. Yep. Tony LaRussa, Hall of Fame manager. Dave Dombrowski, who's run several baseball teams. Bob Kendrick, who we've had on our show before, runs the – um, Negro League, Negro League yeah. Hall of Fame, Hall, Hall of Fame. So, so, uh, and you've got baseball advisor. This guy's won a College World Series. Tim Corbin uh, at Vanderbilt. I mean, I mean, come on, you've got guys that know. And then Music City investors, Kicks Brooks, Eric Church, Kane Brown, Luke Combs, Larry Gatlin, Justin Timberlake. I mean, you're not playing around, man. You've got guys that are, are serious about wanting to get baseball in the Music City. Yeah, and no, I think it's it, we got a lot of support. We got a lot of we got an amazing board. Um, you know, we got great advisors, and uh, you know, we just you know part of our objective was to come to the to the market and. Uh, you know, make sure we sort of built out the, uh, you know, the infrastructure and the foundation, you know, the right way, um, put the right pieces of the puzzle in the right places and, uh, you know, and, and just, you know, made it make sure that uh, it's, it really is kind of a grassroots, you know, community effort. And, you know, the, the national stars or eventually, you know, whatever you would call the stars, you know, just would be a tremendous market team for the market area. That, uh, Jim, uh, John, uh, I'm sorry, John. Nashville is located pretty much directly between Atlanta and St. Louis. Are you getting any pushback from uh, uh, either of those two clubs? I mean, or would 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 you think that they just would welcome a new team wide open, or would they? Well, I mean, I think we're we're excited about it. I mean, I, I think it's you know we we sort of lean towards a National League expansion team, and I think it would be you know very exciting to get you know very com- competitive. And really, you know, benefit both, you know, both Atlanta, Cincinnati, and St. Louis, and, and Chicago. I mean, I think if yeah. if, if you could yeah. sort of reorganize and put that team in that division, um, you know, we haven't had any conversations with any of the club owners yet. We plan on doing that in 2021 as we get ready to kind of present our package to, you know, Major League Baseball owners and executives. So, um, you know, I, I would imagine Atlanta's got some concerns with regards to the TV market area. Um, that'll expand you know, their uh, their TV deal expires in uh, you know 2023. So um, it's just a matter of showing you know what they're uh, what they're giving up and then what they would be getting by potential of a uh, a new regional sports network in the uh, in the national market. But, but you, I would think, John, you just think of the rivalry you could have with Atlanta just right up the road, Nashville. I mean, I'm a Braves fan, but I, I would. I would love to have uh, a Na- a Nashville Atlanta series. You know, you could just ride up the road and watch Nashville and Atlanta and have another team. And you know, and it would be great to be in the National League. But I, I would just think also if-, if it didn't work out in National League, if if you did say go to the American League, just think if you had the the Yankees and the Red Sox and the just the teams that you could have bringing the American League. You know, teams you could have coming in. Also, yeah, it's exciting. I mean, you know, with, with interleague play, you, you yeah, know, it interleague, yeah, certainly absolutely. matters what division you're in. I, I just think that from the traveling fans, what I, you know, what really impressed me was the, you know, how, how many people travel to this market for, yeah. you know, soccer, football, you know, hockey, and you know, they just put Nashville on the uh, on the agenda of the calendar and and show up here. I mean, and and it's pretty well attended by fans from outside the area. So. 
But I think, you know, I mean, you can imagine that the, the Red Sox or the Yankees being in town um, as well. And, you know, it would be, be tremendous, you know. We'll be back with more of our Tailgate Talk conversation after this. Limestone Drug, located on the square in downtown Athens, is your local health park pharmacy. As your local health park pharmacy, Limestone Drug is locally owned and has a personal commitment to the community. Limestone Drug honors prescription drug plans, including Medicare. They accept flex spending cards and fill prescriptions in minutes, not hours. Limestone Drug knows there's nothing more important than your family's well-being. So shop Limestone Drug at 200 West Market Street in Athens, your local health park pharmacy. Limestone Drug, caring for you and about you. At Hendricks Power Washing and Striping, your property is their priority. Power washing, striping, seal coating, crack filling, and asphalt maintenance, rain or shine, day or night. Call Colby for a free quote at 256-763-1740. Visit their Facebook page and see what they've done for other satisfied customers. Give your home or business that brand spanking new look. Courtesy of Hendricks Power Washing and Striping. Licensed and insured, call 256-763-1740. Hendricks Power Washing and striping. Your roof is the first line of defense for your home. Do you have water stains on your ceiling, paint peeling off your walls, shingles missing? It's probably time for you to get your free roof inspection. Locally owned and operated, licensed and insured, Yellowhammer Roofing is the Yellowhammer State Hometown Team. Yellowhammer Roofing, let our family protect what's most important to you, your family. 256-232-1933 or online at yellowhammerroofing.com. Accidents happen. It's a part of life. So next time a wreck is a part of your life, Sides Auto Body Repair is there to lend a hand. Since 1987, Sides Auto Body Repair has been guiding customers through the repair process with as little stress as possible, offering free estimates, a limited lifetime warranty on their work, as well as saving you the headache of handling the insurance paperwork. They're also iCar Platinum certified and can boast over 60 years of combined experience. Call their Highway 72 West location at 230-6464 or Highway 72 East at 444-0729. Either way, call them first. Sides Auto Body Repair. If you're running out of space and a yard sale just isn't an option, Midpoint Storage and Buddy Box Storage gives you the choice. Midpoint Storage on Highway 72 East has traditional or climate-controlled units along with spaces for your boat or RV. Buddy Box offers convenient, secured, portable storage units delivered right to your home. They're both locally owned, too. Call 256-800-4249. Look for them on Facebook or online at midpoint, with an E, storage.com or Buddy Box. Storage.com. It's a win-win situation. Midpoint Storage and Buddy Box Storage. 256-800-4249. We continue with our conversation on the best of tailgate talk on 1080 WKAC. Are you too early in looking at uh, locations for a possible stadium? Because you know, when you say Nashville, you got Gallatin, Murfreesboro, uh, Columbia, that whole area full of uh you know of not suburbs we wouldn't call them suburbs but growing cities around the area has locations for a possible stadium been mentioned yet yeah i mean we've you know we've really kind of i've been on in nashville for two years and you know my job has really just been kind of putting a three-year business plan together uh, to present to major league baseball and part of that you know, really is that, you know, and part of the study that I did looking around a crunchy uh, country is where, uh, you know, where can you build a ballpark, you know, and, you know, it's really a real estate 
you know, ballpark entertainment venue opportunity. And, you know, we've, we've got a, a really nice partner with ASM Global. And so we're re- very focused on the real estate. You know, we're looking at locations in the East Bank. We're looking at uh, a site at TSU. We're looking at uh, also a site in Williamson County. And another site that we're going to probably look up at, 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 in the Antioch area. You know, in Davidson County. So we're looking at four to five sites and we're just, you know, kind of uh, putting that, uh, actually putting the, the, you know, proposal real estate analysis and doing all the, the research now. And, uh, so that is a big part of our, uh, our initiative, uh, now and part of our presentation, Major League Baseball. Years ago, when they built the, the new Nashville Speedway, they actually yeah. done a good job as far as the traffic out there. Uh, so that would, out, out on 840, out close to the Speedway. That would be that would be a pretty good place yeah. as far as traffic, just for traffic goes. Yeah, there's no question about it. I mean, you got to do traffic impacts. I mean, the, you know, we do like the, the one site that we do like it that uh, on the Cumberland River is just you know part of the Titans oh, complex. Yes. I mean, yes. We just you know we feel there's such an opportunity for a family sports and entertainment complex to you know complement each other, and you know by us being able to privately finance a ballpark, you know we certainly hope to help them, you know, in their endeavor to, you know, either a new facility or an improved facility there. And I think it just creates a very complementary uh, use to downtown. Right. I mean, you don't need another downtown. I mean, you know, there's the honky-tonks in downtown and the growth there. And then, you know, Nashville Yards coming in town. It's another downtown within the downtown. So it really provides, you know, if we can do this right with the you know, family, you know, uh, entertainment aspect of it, it really could be a special thing for, uh, for Tennessee. Yeah, well, now you, you say you still got you still have to make your presentation to Major League Baseball. How how many steps are left before it, you know it becomes a real thing? I mean, because it's before it's a like a done deal, I guess. Well, we hope to get um, in front of Major League Baseball at the winter meetings in Nashville in twenty twenty one. You know, we're working with CSL um, legends out of. Out of Dallas, we're doing ASM Global. You know, we've got extensive feasibility analysis, like I said. And, you know, we plan on presenting a package that shows not only will this market support, uh, you know, Major League Baseball, but as far as the thing and be a revenue contributor, you know, to the ownership groups. Um, but it also works for the market and, you know, just the economic data behind that and showing the performer of, you know, why this is good for this market area. And how it can sports it? So, I, and, I, and our hope is really to get uh, conditional right uh, for the market um, at those meetings in, in the winter 2021 uh, MLB meetings, and, and then obviously conditioned upon, you know, either potentially negotiating with a relocation team or the rights for expansion, um, and then you know, obviously the, the the real estate and the ballpark side of it as well, you know, would be a big factor there. Well, hey, hey, you know they always keep mentioning Tampa. It's always relocating. That wouldn't be bad. <laughs> that team's not a bad team right now, and, and we know how bad Tampa fan. You know the Tampa fans do not, you know, promote that team very well. So, you know, it wouldn't be a bad team to get a team that's uh, fighting for a World Series right now either, John. <laughs> yeah, that's a good team. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. great ownership. And, yes. Uh, you know, certainly, you know, they, 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 they run a, you know, great program. And, you know, I think Tampa, you know, Montreal, you know, whether that ends up going through or Tampa, potentially Orlando, uh, cause there's, I you know there's an effort there to, to bring yeah. a team there. Yeah. Um, but you know, I mean, part of what we did to, you know, make sure that, you know, we found a story in this market is, is, is connect the national stars and, and the ability to, 
you know, find that team as a part of the uh, the Negro Leagues, you know, Southern Negro Leagues in the late 40s and early 50s, and then develop a relationship with the with Bob Kendrick, who yeah, yeah. if you talk to Bob or had Bob in your show, I mean, I, you know, I could talk to Bob all day. Oh, and yeah, oh, he's, he, oh, he's yeah. a good, yeah, he's a good, good one, John. <laughs> <laughs> he's a good one. He's best, man. He's he's my favorite, and not only is he dressed in the nines, but he is just <laughs> he's just a he's a gentleman, and uh, he's just uh, he's done a he's done a great thing for the Negro Leagues Baseball Museum, and uh, we're blessed to have a partnership with them uh, here in Nashville, and uh, the support from Bob and, and and the museum and its board. Well, I think I had seen where uh, the plans were to maybe have a a branch office of the the museum within the stadium when you build it. Is that right? Yeah. The hope is to have a – you know, what the plan is actually, and hope as well, to have a satellite branch of the, uh, the museum in Kansas City um, and Kansas Vine. And, you know, we, we work mostly with, you know, with Bob and, and, you know, all the merchandise that we're putting out there is, uh, you know, connected with benefiting the museum as well. Uh, we, just, we just secured and did a deal with Ebbets, which is uh, it's exciting because it get, really gives a you know Evitz is a, one of the companies that really you know has a lot of history in producing um, you know uh, material merchandise for the, the Negro Leagues in general and you know they will they work with us closely to develop a kind of a brand and identity for the Nashville stores that uh, based on some photos that we have. If you're just joining us, ladies and gentlemen, we're talking with John Lower, the managing director, of Music City Baseball LLC. Hoping, uh, hoping for uh, for a little bit of Major League Baseball here in Nashville, uh, but but John, we didn't realize that you were talking about having a satellite of the uh, of the Negro League Museum there, man. Yeah, I, that'd be incredible. That would be absolutely incredible. Well, I think the the, the name the Stars that's a throwback to the it is yes to the to the Nashville Stars. Yeah, I mean, we have, you know, that's really when I was looking for a story, you know, just to make sure there was a, you know, uh, everybody likes, you know, there's so much history in baseball in Tennessee and the market area. And then if you started looking at the, uh, the names you could use or couldn't use, and then you came across this uh, photo of these four gentlemen, you know, that played and, uh, you know, it says 51 on the photo, but it may be 50. But it was, uh, you know, just that was just kind of brought it to life, you know, for me and connect name. And the more research I did with Tim Corbin and David Williams and Bob Kendrick and Dave Stewart, you know, it just every layer you peel back, it just got more interesting. And uh, and and just in just the story of of uh, you know the bus and the bus driver and the photos that we have. If you go to our website uh, and look, there's a brand page there that we just put up yesterday, which gives you a full background of of how the story kind of came alive. That's great. Well, John, I'm going to go out on a limb here and say you're a businessman, and you probably have your fingers in other things going on. I mean, for all I know, we could be talking with Bruce Wayne and his (laughs) office is up there in the Batman building uh, up in Nashville. (laughs) So uh, what other kind of things do you have going on? Well, you know, I mean, uh, I'm pretty focused on that, uh, you know, this objective right now. It's, uh, you know, I mean, if you look at the you know, four verticals, baseball, real estate, you know, ballpark, venue, and uh, the regional sports network, all the work you got to put in to support that effort. And, 
And then in addition to that, the brand, I mean, I pretty much got my hands full. Yeah. I mean, um, so other than that and family and, uh, that's, that's pretty <laughs> much all I do every day. Oh, okay. They, every day, every day is, uh, I always say to everybody, every day is Monday except Sunday morning. Every day Monday uh-huh. except Sunday morning. I like, I like that. I got to remember that. Yeah. That TV part of it, Tim, that's a big part of it too, is you got to, you got to wrap that. If, if you get, when you get the team, then you got to get that TV contract to TV and the radio, because like I said, Atlanta, you're talking about the Atlanta Braves. They have the largest radio broadcast uh, of any any t- radio uh, network in, in the country. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Atlanta's you know it has a quite a footprint for, and always has for the you know the largest media rights area and uh you know i just think it you know that's it's great but i think if you look at the opportunity to to maybe carve that up a little bit and create the you know nashville sports net which is a a regional sports network uh you know we're producing content you know within a you know within a market area i think it could be you know pretty exciting well john thank you so much for joining us man It's, it's been a very informational and uh, 15 yeah, or 20 minutes yeah, yes. and uh we're we're excited and we're rooting for you and we hope uh get you, hope back, we'll be, on. Get you back on when it gets closer and maybe have some baseball playing around there and uh, some major league in the in nashville area that sounds good and i'm gonna send you some merch and i appreciate your time gentlemen and uh thank you and uh look forward to talking to you in the future absolutely thanks, thanks, thanks john, john. Have a good day. You, you too. too. Ladies and gentlemen, John Lower, the Managing Director of Music City Baseball, LLC. Could the major leagues be coming to mm-hmm. Music City? Cool. That'd be nice That'd be awesome. to drive down the road and watch the Braves right and the, the National Star. Absolutely. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time to take a This is Bella LaFontaine with Crown Service Termite and Pest Control. We take care of all the basics. You know, we take care of cockroaches, ants, wasps. As far as rodents go, most places they'll trap or poison and that's the end of it. What we do is we're actually going to find the entry points and we're going to take care of that for you. We do a lot of work with a lot of realtors here in town to bring houses to the closing table. So one of the big things about us is that we're not a sales company. We are a service provider. So we're not looking to meet a sales quota. We're looking to get a house ready to go to closing and get our customers taken care of. This is Bella LaFontaine, Crown Service, Termite and Pest Control. We are located at 3413 6th Avenue in Huntsville, Alabama. Phone number is 256-701-7095. Quality Vinyl is on your side. Quality Vinyl in Athens has been in business since 1987, offering great prices and service the whole time. What has changed is the technology of their products. From vinyl siding and shutters, sunrooms and screen rooms, to doors, windows, columns and rails. Quality Vinyl, located on the corner of Highway 72 and Reed Road in Athens, just six miles west of I-65. Call 232-2665 or visit them online at qualityvinyl.net. Quality Vinyl is on your side. Hey guys, this is Joanna Clem for CEI Bookstore and Truth Publications. I'd like to personally invite you to visit CEI Bookstore. While you're here, you'll find a wide selection of Bibles, gift items, trustworthy study materials, and more for you and your church. Our friendly staff will be happy to help you with your selections while you shop in the store. We even offer personalized Bible imprinting and gift wrapping. Not in the Athens area? Enjoy shopping with us online at truthbooks.com. CEI Bookstore and Truth Publications, taking his hand, helping each other home. 
real estate real easy. That's the motto at Innovative Realty Solutions, and providing the highest quality real estate services is their mission. With sound real estate advice, the latest information, and a skilled analysis of the real estate market, Innovative Realty Solutions offers a better home buying and selling experience with a fair, ethical, and, yes, innovative process. Innovative Realty Solutions. Visit them on Facebook, online at InnovativeRealtySolutions.com, at 100 North Clinton Street in Athens, or call 230-5950. Innovative Realty Solutions. Real estate, real easy. You're listening to the best of Tailgate Talk on 1080 WKAC. We got one of the best linebackers ever played the game. You guys, come on the phone hey, with us. He's got a birthday. And also a birthday and he's got a birthday yeah, today. How about that? Yeah, happy birthday. Happy birthday, Reggie Williams, former Cincinnati Bengals linebacker. It is my birthday, and it's exciting to be with everyone, you know. And what better way to spend your birthday making new friends? Exactly. Hey, that's right, brother. And let me tell you, it is gorgeous out here right now. It's like mid-50s and night breeze and much better than the 90s we had just a couple of weeks Feels ago. Feels like football weather. Feels like football yeah. weather, buddy. It does feel like good football weather with uh, one day uh, there will be a full stance of cheering fans in the stands, and we certainly can all look forward to those days. Yeah, yes, absolutely. sir. Won't Amen, be no brother. mention of COVID-19 or anything. We're just going right. to be right back. To, um, well, speaking of weather now, so you're down in Florida, is that correct? I live in Sarasota, Florida okay. right oh, now. Okay. So, so Orlando. Did, okay. That's, oh, so y'all, y'all didn't get hit too much by the hurricane, or did you? Uh, we didn't get hit uh, much at all, just a little bit of rain okay. and overcast skies. Well, good for good for y'all. Good for y'all. Well, uh, this is Todd, by the way. Um, you know, thanks thanks so much for being on, especially on our birthday. I get to celebrate it with you, so <laughs> so that's a, that's a wonderful thing. Um, I mean, you've lived lived such a, a just a interesting and wonderful life, man. You've done so many things on and off the field. We'll start off with uh, on the field, though. Um, played at Dartmouth and then went on and got drafted third round by the by the Bengals. Tell us what it was like, you know, getting drafted, especially back then in the seventies, out of an Ivy League school. That that probably didn't happen as much then as it does does now. I wouldn't think. No, that was uh, really even before you had all the festivities around the draft. There yeah. was no draft day broadcast or anything. It was yeah. before ESPN even existed. Yeah, but you know that is those are sort of the things uh, in the story that uh, are within uh, the book Resilient by Nature that I just broke, uh, just wrote in collaboration with USA NFL beat writer Jared Bell. And the forward is written by Super Bowl winning quarterback Russell Wilson. <laughs> and Russell. those kind of stories. Yeah, because I went, I went to uh, Dartmouth with uh, Russell Wilson's father, Harrison B. Wilson. Oh, okay. We were great friends. Okay. Interesting. And so this is a, you know, it's a book of resilience, of course, is a, a, a book of perseverance. But my story of perseverance and resilience uh, be- began because I was born in Flint, Michigan, and I wanted to go to Michigan. I wanted to play for the Wolverines. Yeah. I wanted to play for Bo Schimbecker, but Bo Schimbecker came to my high school and broke my heart and told me I wasn't good enough to be a Wolverine. Even though I had a full academic ride to go to Michigan, uh, it would be fully paid. Um, I wouldn't be able to play football. 
And fortunately, I also had the academics to also go to the Ivy League. And at Dartmouth, there are no athletic scholarships, and I did get some uh, academic help, but my father had to pay a lot more. But one thing I will always tell kids is the importance of education because education at every single level gives kids more options. And the more options you have, the better decisions you can make. Yeah, and, and without that education, you wouldn't have been able to go on and do the wonderful things you did after your uh, playing days in the NFL. No, you're absolutely right. I made so many great relationships at Dartmouth. I got an excellent education. I took subjects that I never thought that I'd be proficient in, like uh, physics, and I uh, became a psychology major. And part of uh, the studies of both those things contributed to how I was able to take care of my body in 14 years in the NFL. When I first got to the NFL, it was tough on a Ivy League linebacker. You know, linebackers are the tough guys. You know, you set the tone on the defense. You know, you're an intimidator. And no one could believe at that time that, the Ivy League had produced an intimidating lineup. Exactly. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. I, I, a quick question for you, Reggie. Did you ever get back to talk to Coach Schimbackler and say, listen, dude, <laughs> you screwed up. <laughs> you missed a good you, one. You know, that's, you know, that's a great question. I did have a chance to run into uh, Coach uh, uh, Bo Schimbackler later, and we talked about it. And, you know, he just straight up looked me in the eye and told me, you know, Reg, everyone makes mistakes. <laughs> there you, you go. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he, he was a man about it, so I yeah, have a lot of go. respect for him. That's yeah. good. Hey, Reggie, you, like you said, you spent 14 years, and it's amazing because nowadays you don't spend 14 years with the same team, but you did. 14 years with the Cincinnati Bengals, and you got to go to two Super Bowls. And what amazes me you know, a lot of guys never get to go to one Super Bowl, but you went too. But you, they were seven years yeah, apart. That's awesome. Did, did did you after you went to that first one? Did you ever think, wow, seven years later you get to see that second one? <laughs> well, you know, in the second Super Bowl, I'm concurrently a Cincinnati City Councilman. So my investment in city, the city of Cincinnati, goes deep beyond those fourteen years. After that first Super Bowl, um, I promised the fans of Cincinnati that we'd win a Super Bowl. And in order to get into Super Bowl 16, we had to first play the AFC Championship game in the coldest game in NFL history. Wow. It is 59 degrees below zero. Ugh, so and I played that game bare armed as a way to intimidate the San Diego Chargers, as did our offensive line, which is most famous for it. But now, you know, it's almost expected, especially among defensive players, that when it's cold out, sun's out, guns out. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah, you got to show them guns, Reggie. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. I can't even imagine the game being that cold. I've always thought, like, 
you know, once you're in the game, maybe because you're moving around. But man, being on those sidelines and and they didn't they didn't have all the technology of no. of, of Under Armour, you know, bottoms and tops Nike, and yeah. and uh yeah. and the heaters. I don't know, y'all may have had heaters, but not the heated benches and things of that nature. No, um, so they no, we had a we had a prototype. We had a prototype heat heated bench ah. that was real fire. And on a sort of uh, plastic uh, bench that was molded that had holes in it. And one of my teammates from Miami, Eddie Edwards, our uh, sack-leading defensive end, was so cold. And he was hugging that bench so deeply that his (laughs) pants caught on fire. I I said, Eddie, Eddie, you're on fire. You're on fire. He said, I don't care. (laughs) My butt feels good. He wasn't a liar, was he? (laughs) Liar, liar, your pants on fire. Oh, boy. And two, you know, that AstroTurf, you know, it had to be just like concrete. Concrete. It was In Riverfront. Yeah. Yeah. And, man. It had no give. There was no give. It was was a completely – concrete floor um you know dan fouts uh, could not throw the ball in that wind it was a, a swirling wind i thought i had one of the big plays you know being a linebacker you know trying to intimidate yeah um, um i had a chance to hit um their big uh uh, uh, tailback Chuck Muncy, who yeah. was like oh, he was five, about 250 he was a beast, yeah, I had a chance to hit him in a a blitz that caught him right in the sternum and forced a fumble that killed their first drive of the second half. And they were driving down the field because they had halftime to get warm up. And they're only down by nine points. And they came out the locker room believing. And once they lost that fumble, they realized they were cold again. <laughs> Oh my Reggie, now, like I said, you played 14 years, so you played with a lot of guys in Cincinnati. Who were some of your favorite teammates uh, that you enjoyed playing with in Cincinnati? Oh, Ken Riley is one of my favorite teammates. I do write about him in my book, Resilient by Nature. He unfortunately passed away just recently mm. uh, during this pandemic. Yeah. Um, he uh, played uh, 16 years for the Cincinnati Bengals. He had 65 interceptions. Yep, I remember Steel. him fifth most in uh, the National Football League. He deserves to be in the Hall of Fame. He retired and went on to uh, coach his alma mater at FAMU. Uh, He went on to be the athletic director there. While he was an undergrad, he was a Rhodes Scholar candidate. Wow. So just just an incredible uh, person. On offense, I love Isaac Curtis. He was the the coolest uh, wide receiver that had amazing um, speed. Um, his nickname was Ice, and Ice. Uh, I really loved playing with him. Our middle linebacker, Jimmy LeClaire, was an extraordinary competitor. He's the guy that taught me toughness on the goal line. And one of the things that I really felt that, um, that I really made in the NFL is when uh, he retired, um, the uh, Cincinnati defensive coaches put me in his um, middle linebacker position for short yardage and goal line. Now, now who were your coaches? Who, who was the head coach when you were there, uh, Reggie? I can't. I, I forgot. 
Yeah, the two coaches that took us to our two Super Bowls was Forrest Gregg, the Hall of Fame yes. offensive oh. tackle that's considered by Vince Lombardi, the, the best player that he uh, ever coached, and uh, Sam Weiss, who was uh, very yeah. innovative. Yeah. They brought mm-hmm. in the whole uh, run-and-shoot sort of offense yeah. uh, that uh, Boomer Esiason uh, became famous for. Yes, yeah, Sam, Sam had that quote, you don't live in Cleveland, you live in Cincinnati, when they were throwing him snowballs. He is, he is <laughs> yeah. known for that. Yeah. <laughs> and unfortunately, both both of those coaches also just uh, recently passed away in the last couple of years. Yeah, you know, yeah, something yeah. that the, the Cincinnati Bengals really do need to have a ring of honor. You they know, do, when you, they really do. When you sort of evaluate, you know, an organization – uh, you know, and how you build pride in your tradition, you know, a ring of honor, whether it's in a professional arena, whether it's in a college arena, uh, arena or whether it's in high school even. High schools have rings of honor that uh, really recognize their rich tradition and the graduates who have graced the, the, the doors of the school that they all are um, Back with more of our Tailgate Talk conversation after this. When things go wrong, State Farm is here to help life go right. And Agent Michael Howell is the one who can help get things back on track. See Michael for your auto, home, life, health, property, and business insurance and be ready for those unexpected twists that life throws at you. Ask about banking and annuities, too. Call State Farm Agent Michael Howell at 232-5400. Visit him online at michaelhowell.net or go see him at 903 South Clinton Street in Athens. State Farm Agent Michael Howell. There when things go wrong, here to help life go right. Smith's Heating and Cooling in Elkmont is your friendly local contractor, servicing most brands of equipment and proudly installing industry-leading ream systems. Whether it's an air conditioner, gas furnace, heat pump, or indoor air quality system, Smith's Heating and Cooling prides themselves on their exceptional installation and 24-7 customer service after the fact. They offer financing, too. Call 777-5450 today to schedule an appointment or a free no-obligation consultation. Smith's Heating and Cooling. Call 777-5450. 450. Visit them on Facebook or online at Smith's Heating and Cooling LLC.com. From day one, First National Bank has been built on a strong foundation of community first. First to lend a helping hand, first to help with community events and fundraisers, first to support local students, athletic programs, and civic organizations, first to support events like United Way, Relay for Life, and many more charitable events, and most importantly, working for our great community. Without you, there'd be no First National Bank. Making communities great together, that's what we strive for. Equal Housing Lender, member FDIC. Daily & Son Car Care is Ardmore's only one-stop auto repair and tire shop. Whether it's major mechanic or brake work or routine maintenance like an oil change or lube job, Daily & Son Car Care has been satisfying customers all over with their fast and friendly service. They're also your headquarters for quality Cooper tires. Stop by and see Wayne, Nikki, or Dale at 25600 Main Street in Ardmore, Tennessee or call them at 931-427-4651. They're on Facebook too. Daily & Son Car Care, Open Monday through Friday, 7.30 till 5, and Saturday, 7.30 till noon. 
Limestone Drug, located on the square in downtown Athens, is your local Health Mart pharmacy. As your local Health Mart pharmacy, Limestone Drug is locally owned and has a personal commitment to the community. Limestone Drug honors prescription drug plans, including Medicare. They accept flex spending cards and fill prescriptions in minutes, not hours. Limestone Drug knows there's nothing more important than your family's well-being. So shop Limestone Drug at 200 West Market Street in Athens. Your local Health Mart pharmacy. Limestone Drug, caring for you and about you. We continue with our conversation on the best of tailgate talk on 1080 WKAC. After your playing days, um, and, and this is some of the interesting stuff that I that I had read that you'd done after your NFL career. Um, you know, you go to, to Disney, you're still councilman, then you go to Disney, um, and uh, you weren't just at Disney. You were one of the men at Disney, created the uh, or helped create the World Sports Complex and oversaw all of that um you know how, how did you get how did that even come about it came about uh primarily because of those Dallas college relationships one of my good friends was a guy named michael montgomery also same class class of 76 he uh from the time that he graduated from dartmouth he had uh, gone in uh, corporate america and he was now the treasurer of disney Mm, wow. And uh, <laughs> at that time, I had retired from uh, the uh, from the NFL, and the NFL had asked me to help come up with an idea to help uh, calm Los Angeles before Super Bowl Twenty Seven in Pasadena because of the Rodney King riot. Yeah, correct. And yes. that's when I came up with the NFL Youth Education Town Concept in Compton and was able uh, to get a lot of sponsors to help uh, provide a safe place for the most at-risk kids in the most at-risk neighborhood in America. And as I'm at this meeting uh, trying to get sponsorship from uh, Michael Montgomery, uh, the chairman of the company, Michael Eisner, walks over to the table. And uh, he had two kids who played hockey at Dartmouth and Disney had just bought the Mighty Ducks. Uh, and he uh, came over to me and he said, you know, we have all this land at Walt Disney World. Uh, what would you do? And I gave him my idea. And uh, that idea is what ultimately came ESPN Wide World of Sports. Wow. You yeah. know, originally was Disney's Wide World of Sports because it was about the agony and the ecstasy of sports, which is what I grew up on, watching Wide World of Sports. And everything about my life at that time was about the the agony and the ecstasy. It was an ecstasy to play in the NFL, to play that long, to play for such great fans. But it was an agony to lose two Super Bowls. And realistically, it, it created nightmares. And the only way that I could think of reconciling those nightmares was to create a place somewhere in the world where you can compete at the highest level, go after the biggest prize is manageable. And if for some reason you win, it's the happiest thing in the world. But if you somehow lose, you're at the happiest place on earth anyway. (laughs) And that became the idea for Wide World of Sports. And Give it all at an authentic place. And that's what's happening now is the NBA are about to crown yeah. a world champion at this place 
that I built, and I am so proud of it. Should be, and, absolutely. Uh, you know, and so those are, those are the other reasons why, you know, I'm, I'm happy to be on this call to, to talk about uh, the book Resilience by Nature. All these stories are in there, and I hope every one of your readers will uh, have an opportunity to uh, call your local bookstore and ask them to get it in so that you can peruse it. Well, can can yeah. you get it on? I guess you can get it on Amazon also. You can get it on Amazon. You can get it on Barnes & Noble. If anyone in your audience happens to want an autograph of a book, um, you can call Bookstore One here in my hometown of Sarasota. And at that number at 941-365-7900, they'll take your order at no extra cost and mail the book to you. Okay. Oh, wow. Okay, Tom's, well, Tom's right down to Speaking of right resilience now. and persistence, let's talk about your knee injuries and the 24 surgeries. And, the, and the, you know, I know you're uh, due to those surgeries now, your right leg's a little bit shorter than your left, and you have to wear a prosthesis shoe. And, and I mean, man, that is just a whole, whole lot of uh, to go through health-wise. And, and uh, you know, share with us some about that experience. I know you had the bone infection and all those surgeries due to it as well. Well, that's really what, what is the driver of uh, the title of my book. It's about resilience. And, yes, I've uh, had um, over 25 uh, leg operations, uh, which is, has included four right knee replacements right now. My right knee doesn't even have titanium in it. It just has pure concrete. Wow. Um, wow. And, uh uh, after uh, my fourth uh, knee replacement, um, they I broke my hip, and mm. so I have I have like a 12 inch uh, titanium rod in my hip. But the great thing about it, the resilience of being true to keeping your body aligned, which is what I learned in college at ballet, was yeah. that when I broke my hip. I hurt my hip exactly on the place where I had been suffering sciatic nerve pain for over a decade. Breaking my hip fixed my hip. Wow. It was worth it. It is amazing. Really? You know, I am pain-free, whereas for a decade I was in a lot of pain every day and couldn't sleep. So uh, some things are fortuitous. You know, you go through things. And if you approach it initially as uh, this is really uh, bad news or you get down on yourself or you get depressed, then you're not going to be able to realize turning a negative into a positive. And uh, part of what I try to detail are numerous incidents in my life of trying to turn a negative into a positive, including when we talk about Super Bowl 16 and what we promised our fans about coming back and winning the Super Bowl. Before we got to Super Bowl 23 in that area, we had the 1987 strike and the acrimony that existed then because I was the player that crossed the picket line. Oh, Oh, wow. Wow. Yeah, that was a little heat there, wasn't it? There was a lot of heat there, and, you know, <laughs> yeah. we talk about it. But you know what? 
the next year is 1988, and I'm a Cincinnati city councilman, and the Cincinnati Bengals are in Super Bowl 23. So it's about how you turn a negative into a positive is really the story of that scenario. And that, that reminds me of a post that uh, I don't know if you had made it but or, or somebody else, but while you were a city councilman, uh, somebody, one of your opponents, made a big deal because you were on TV every week and your name was on the TV and he wanted equal time. You know what? Yeah, you know what precipitated that was uh, Frank Gifford uh, was a Monday night football at the end of a blowout game, and he was just making small talk. And he said, "Hey, tomorrow I'm going to be flying to Cincinnati to see my friend Reggie Williams for a uh, you no. Know, he and his wife are, were coming for a fundraiser." And he just, you know, is given the matter of fact, you know, that obviously he supports my candidacy. Well, all of a sudden, several of my opponents complained to the FCC. You know, they wanted equal time. And Frank Gifford got slapped on the wrist. It was really, like, embarrassing, you know. <laughs> wow. Yeah, everybody but wants their equal time. That's the world of politics. Yeah, everybody yeah. wants their uh, equal time, Reggie. Now, now Reggie, could, can, you get, can you still remember how to do the icky shuffle? Yeah, I can still do it. <laughs> <laughs> he can, can remember it, but can you do it? That's yeah. the thing. Well, all them knee surgeries, he might not can do it now. Yeah. Uh, uh. If Paul Brown, if Paul Brown can do it, anybody can do it. <laughs> they, there you go. Yeah, if the that's owner good. can do it, you can. That's right. <laughs> that well, is man, great. I tell you, Reggie, it's been great talking to you, brother. It's been some great, great memories and. uh and great stories, man. And like you said, you've, you've lived a good life. And like I said, it might have been a blessing Bo Beckler didn't give you that scholarship because look what look what you blessings has come, from, come yeah. out from going to Dartmouth. You might not have got them at Michigan, but look what happened by the blessings coming out of Dartmouth. Well, you never find – you never know if the situation that you're in will result in the dreams that you desire, but they can – Readily become those when you put everything into the now. Amen, You're living brother. in the moment. Amen. So uh, I appreciate the time on your show in which all of your listeners, uh, many of whom I know are, are young athletes, are pursuing uh, a life of confidence and success. And I wish you all the best of uh, uh, perseverance, and I wish you the best of health always. And, and we also, wish you a happy birthday, too, brother. Yes, yeah. definitely. And also find your book, Resilient by Nature. You said that was the one bookstore. Is that the name of it down in Sarasota? Yes, it's called. It's called, yes, it's called Bookstore One. Bookstore uh, One, in the corner of Maine. In a, yes, you can go sarasotabooks.com if you want to go online. But again, the number uh, to really clearly you know, articulate if you want a book personalized or an autograph is to call nine four one. Three six five seven nine zero zero, and Absolutely. I appreciate everyone's support. And uh, happy birthday, uh, fellow Virgo! Thank you, brother. I appreciate <laughs> it. Yeah, I hope you have a special day. All right, likewise. Thank have you. Have a blessed Thank day. You. Thank you, Reggie. Thanks, Reggie. Thank you. Thanks, Tim. Bye. Bye, bye. Great, That's great one. I love these interviews, man. Oh, former, yeah. former Cincinnati Bengals great Reggie Williams, and it's just just 
the the NFL football is just a scratch on the surface of what this yeah. guy's. He had great ESPN wide world. He created it. He They said, what do you He said, I help. <laughs> Good gracious. That's awesome. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time to take a quick break. You're listening That's to awesome. Applebee's Tailgate talking WKAC, the Big Ten Eight. Accidents happen. It's a part of life. So next time a wreck is a part of your life, Sides Auto Body Repair is there to lend a hand. Since 1987, Sides Auto Body Repair has been guiding customers through the repair process with as little stress as possible, offering free estimates, a limited lifetime warranty on their work, as well as saving you the headache of handling the insurance paperwork. They're also iCar Platinum certified and can boast over 60 years of combined experience. Call their Highway 72 West location at 230 or Highway 72 East at 444-0729. Either way, call them first. Sides Auto Body Repair. Your roof is the first line of defense for your home. Do you have water stains on your ceiling, paint peeling off your walls, shingles missing? It's probably time for you to get your free roof inspection. Locally owned and operated, licensed and insured, Yellowhammer Roofing is the Yellowhammer State Hometown Team. Yellowhammer Roofing, let our family protect what's most important to you, your family. 256-232-1933 or online at yellowhammerroofing.com. At Hendricks Power Washing and Striping, your property is their priority. Power washing, striping, seal coating, crack filling, and asphalt maintenance, rain or shine, day or night. Call Colby for a free quote at 256-763-1740. Visit their Facebook page and see what they've done for other satisfied customers. Give your home or business that brand spanking new look, courtesy of Hendricks Power Washing and Striping. Licensed and insured, call 256-763-1740. Hendricks Power Washing and striping. If you're running out of space and a yard sale just isn't an option, Midpoint Storage and Buddy Box Storage gives you the choice. Midpoint Storage on Highway 72 East has traditional or climate-controlled units along with spaces for your boat or RV. Buddy Box offers convenient, secured, portable storage units delivered right to your home. They're both locally owned, too. Call 256-800-4249. Look for them on Facebook or online at midpoint, with an E, storage.com or Buddy Box. Storage.com. It's a win-win situation. Midpoint Storage and Buddy Box Storage. 256-800-4249. Hey guys, this is Joanna for CEI Bookstore and Truth Publications. Many of you are searching for Bible study materials for your Bible classes. Our best-selling Bible curriculum, Discovering God's Way, is a reliable tool for teaching students of all ages through the Bible in its entirety. We're sure you'll love this curriculum, and if you'd like to see other options of Bible classes, we'll be happy to help you select from our topical studies. So stop struggling with the search and come by and let us help you select reliable and meaningful study materials for your class today. CEI Bookstore and Truth Publications, taking his hand, helping each other home. Welcome back to the Best of Tailgate Talk on 1080 WKAC. Our guest right now on the line is Miss Kayla Branham. She's from Sports Philanthropy Network, uh, Stables Media Legacy After the Locker Room Podcast. She's a, And many more. Yeah, many more <laughs> avenues there. Uh, Kayla, uh, good morning and welcome to Applebee's Tailgate Talk. Hey, good morning, guys. So happy to be here. And and I said many more. If you look at her Facebook page, I mean, there is a laundry list of things that she's doing. I'm surprised that you even have time to talk to her. <laughs> so, have you been a sports fan, you know, 
all your life or what, what what got you into this? Yeah, that's a great question. Thank you so much for asking. I grew up in a very disadvantaged home, a single parent. My mom worked really hard to take care of me. And I remember being a little girl and I came home with the sign up for band and the sign up for girls softball. And I was so excited because I was going to be the best alto sax player there ever was in elementary school. And also I was going to be some great, you know, first base girl or something like that. And my mom said, you know, I can't afford to put you in both of these. You're going to have to choose one. And my heart sank because how do you choose between band and sports, you know? But sports won out. I, I started in mini maids playing for the Boston Red Sox, and I was their left field and third base girl. And from there, I went on to um, do roller skating, roller derby, uh, anything, anything on roller skates I loved and running. And, you know, it just kind of grew from there. And as time went on, I really began to realize that the the sports world has so much power to create hope and possibility and we live in a hard world yeah. and you know if we could just make the world a little bit better through sports that'd be a good thing wouldn't it oh, oh what you talking about i mean and, and that's what i've always said and thought is that you know and I know every I, I I get the aspect of people not liking maybe uh, a particular sport basketball football whatever it might be, but if they would really just give it the opportunity and the chance, especially to play it, uh, it's it's such a team building person building thing that you I mean you make these lifelong friendships, um, you learn life lessons that carry on into your adulthood, and then you know as an adult you're able to to you know care for other people work with other people yeah and uh you know sports is just so intricate in all those things yeah i agree i agree i think you know as parents why do we put our kids in sports it's not because we're trying to you know get the next quarterback for the nfl it's because we want them to learn to be good team players we want our kids to become coachable so that they can get jobs and become good employees we want them to learn leadership and serving and camaraderie and you know i mean just you know regular people with regular kids trying to teach regular real life lessons yeah that's great and and you're absolutely right absolutely right so out of all the sports that that uh, that you cover, and like I say, and I saw a few on your Facebook page, but do you have a particular sport that you like to follow one more than the other, maybe? Um, you know, and and I'll be fully transparent. So I I love. I love football. It's probably my favorite. I'm a real big Green Bay Packer fan, but I'll be completely there you honest go. with you guys. <laughs> go Pack Go. <laughs> go Pack Go. Yeah. If, if, if I was completely honest, and people are always shocked when I say it, they think that I must be watching all of the games that are on TV and, you know, the NCAA games, and, and I, I love the Big Ten Network, but I'm also a single mom with children from first grade to a sophomore in college. And as much as I love sports and love to be able to watch the games, I'm always very honest with people and say, you know what? 
I'm also a single parent trying to take care of my children. So I don't get to watch every game because I'm making dinner or correcting math with my kids. And people are sort of surprised by that. But I think we all have to remember that parenting is a priority for all of us. And, you know, we sort of, you know, we, we do our work, but also we try to be the best parents, the, the best partners that we can be. And so I love, I love football, but I, I wish I could watch every game. I don't get to. <laughs> well, and, and surprising to me, and I don't know about y'all two guys, and is the Big Ten Network really – <laughs> do, you, do you not get the ACC network, or you just choose not to watch? It? <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm teasing. I'm saying that. <laughs> Point well taken. <laughs> no, I'm teasing. And obviously, the Big Ten this year is having an incredible basketball season. Yeah, no doubt. Um, yeah. That, that, if if it's not the Big Twelve, it's definitely the Big Ten. It's got the best overall conference, and I wouldn't be shocked if the national champion, if it's not Gonzaga. Going undefeated the entire year wouldn't come out of the Big Ten. So, um, do you, do you like college basketball? I like college basketball. I truly do. I'm a big Badger fan. Um, my, I have a son who was just accepted into Baylor, so he was all excited to oh. see that game. And um, you know, it's interesting, and it's just so nice. You know, again, when we're talking about sports philanthropy, or we're talking about giving kids something to look up to, it's you know, part of this, having a senior in high school, looking at different colleges and saying, like, well, I wouldn't mind being part of a winning team. That'd be nice. Yeah, so yeah. <laughs> there's a lot of power in these, you know, championship games and, and everything with March Madness to really create a spark of interest for our students. Yeah, and, that, and that's exactly what's happening at the University of Alabama yeah. with, with the national championships that Coach Saban has brought that has increased in Roman yeah. just tremendously over the last few years. And they attribute a lot of that, not all of it, but they do attribute some of that to, like you just said, kids wanting to go to college with, as a winning team. You know? Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Well, talk a little bit about uh, Stables Media, Legacy After the Locker Room, and, you know, those things that you're involved in. Sure. Uh, I'm, I feel like I'm the most fortunate woman in sports. So um, my priority is Sports Philanthropy Network. And in that role, I'm the vice president of community development. So I'm blessed to be able to work with um, so many professional athletes and foundations who are trying to use their sports careers to create a difference in the community. And so job perks, I was at the Super Bowl the week prior to the Super Bowl out in the community. I get to work with a lot of former professional athletes and interview them. That's the podcast, Legacy After the Locker Room, talking about former professional athletes and what they're doing after sports to create hope and possibility in their communities. And I'm very blessed because that is sponsored by Stables Media, where I do serve as the executive director of marketing for that organization. So I get to take all of these little areas of different companies, different organizations using sports for good and kind of dip my hand into each one to add a little sprinkle to it and just, you know, turn it into something that makes people excited and inspired to see the good in sports. Who's some of the guests you've had on your podcast and upcoming guests? 
Oh, that's a great question. Uh, so last week, former Chicago Bears safety Doug Plank was on. Um, guests have included Theo Fleury from the National Hockey League, Marsha Frederick, America's first world champion in gymnastics, Dr. Jen Welter, uh, first female coach in the NFL. Mm. So that that list is is pretty pretty substantial. Yeah. Um, we're now in season two. I think we're on a somewhere near the 30th show or so and it's just really neat to uh to get to talk to different athletes through major league baseball through the nfl the nhl um talking to female athletes as well as uh, para-athletes and um just a couple weeks ago there's a great story older brother in the nfl younger brother went to the same college as his older brother and sadly was in a car accident driving home to his little brother's um, sporting event and was paralyzed and is now really, really doing great things in wheelchair basketball. So it's, it's always about what can, what can we do to, you know, to highlight that, that life sometimes has some unexpected turns in it. So yeah. uh, I feel blessed by that. Uh, other guests, Terry Cummings, um, oh, oh, wow. yeah, 18 years in the NBA yeah. doing great things. Uh, Kittrick Taylor from the Packers, Gilbert Brown from the Packers. And then, of course, shooting on location from the Super Bowl. Um, coming up, we have uh, Mike Dempsey in the NFL, Derek McAdoo, Rick McDonald from Major League Baseball. Just really great guys. In, and I'll be honest with you. To me, it's not so much, truthfully, about how big their names were when they played. It's how big of an impact they're having now that yeah. they've retired. Yes. Yeah. And that, you know what? While you were talking about this, this sounds like what we try to do on this show, too, because, you know, we don't have all our main focus is our local athletes here. But we like to get guests like you and former athletes and and coaches that, you know, they may not have been the superstar, but a lot of them have great stories while, you know, from when they played and from what they're doing now. So, yeah. And, and if you don't mind, I'll try, I'll chime in and just kind of back that up. Theo Fleury played for the Chicago Blackhawks. And for anybody who's listening, who remembers him, he was a dirtbag. I mean, every, I, I was just just a young kid, but he was always drunk, getting in trouble. Like I thought, how am I supposed to look up this? You know, look up to him. He he's not a great guy. Yeah. Well, it wasn't until I was in my you know much older that I heard Theo's backstory. So, for anybody who doesn't know, Theo had a lot of potential. Uh, his parents sort of relinquished their rights to a scout so that he could stay with a scout to get the two-a-days in and get them ready for the NHL for protein. Well, what people don't know is that that scout all throughout Theo Fleury's high school career raped him over 150 times. Oh, man. Oh, wow. So we want to talk about why we saw an athlete who was always drunk on the ice Yeah, because skating was his escape. It's how he dealt with the trauma. Yeah. And Theo went on to start a foundation for anybody suffering from trauma, whether it was abuse, PTSD, 
um, people coming out of the military, you name it, anybody dealing with abuse, he has started a, an international foundation to make a difference. That's awesome. So when you think about the power that pro athletes have, oh my goodness. Yeah. And and I actually had somebody call into the show and say, hey, Theo, mm-hmm. I just got to be honest with you. I hated your guts. Wow. But yeah. when I heard your story today, I fell in love with the man that you are. Yeah. Yeah. It changes mm-hmm. everything. Yeah. Down. And, and, you know, I, I was going to say that we, you know, we've had some guys uh, on our show that, you know, ran into some trouble with the yeah. law or whatever yeah. during their playing days but now they have turned their turned their lives around and they are doing what they can to to help their communities or or whatever and we like to get them on so they can talk to some of the kids who are yeah. listening to the show and say hey yeah. don't go down this yeah. road yeah. you know here's here's what you got to look forward to or if you've started down that road here's how you can steer yourself back yeah yep and you know there's there's no better way to reach your audience than to be able to have that testimony to say listen i've been there i i have i have been at the worst and this is what has happened in my life and look at where i am now and you have that hope that you can have the same experience. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, Kayla, we appreciate you joining us. Uh, good luck. We absolutely broadcast and uh, and all the great things that you are doing. Yeah, um, I was gonna say real quick, if you, if you yeah. weren't, uh, make sure you share with us before you leave all your social media. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry. Go ahead, Kayla. Sure. Absolutely. So again, Kayla Bradham, you can find me on Facebook at Kayla J. Bradham. You can find me on TikTok or Instagram, Kayla Bradham. Kayla Bradham on LinkedIn and Legacy After the Locker Room live streams to YouTube at the Kayla J. Bradham Facebook page every Saturday at 2 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. Central. Today, Lenny Rafati is actually a current fighter in the MMA middleweight um, talking about the role of transgender athletes in sports because I think we really need to start talking about no matter no matter how people feel about the issue, we need to start talking about it in a way that actually fosters communication. And we're really hearing both sides of the story. So today, Lenny Rafati from Mixed Martial Arts. Well, once again, Kayla, thanks for joining us. Uh, you have a great rest of your weekend, and we'll get back with you on down the road. Sounds great, guys. Thanks for having me on. Yes, ma'am. Great show. Thank you. Thank you. That was Caleb Bradham. We're going to take a break here on Applebee's Tailgate Talk. We'll be right back. Accidents happen. It's a part of life. So next time a wreck is a part of your life, Sides Auto Body Repair is there to lend a hand. Since 1987, Sides Auto Body Repair has been guiding customers through the repair process with as little stress as possible, offering free estimates, a limited lifetime warranty on their work, as well as saving you the headache of handling the insurance paperwork. They're also iCar Platinum certified and can boast over 60 years of combined experience. Call their Highway 72 West location at 230 or Highway 72 East at 444-0729. 
time. Either way, call them first. Sides Auto Body Repair. Quality Vinyl is on your side. Quality Vinyl in Athens has been in business since 1987, offering great prices and service the whole time. What has changed is the technology of their products. From vinyl siding and shutters, sunrooms and screen rooms, to doors, windows, columns and rails. Quality Vinyl, located on the corner of Highway 72 and Reed Road in Athens, just six miles west of I-65. Call 232-2665 or visit them online at qualityvinyl.net. Quality Vinyl is on your side. This is Bella LaFontaine with Crown Service Termite and Pest Control. We take care of all the basics. You know, we take care of cockroaches, ants, wasps. As far as rodents go, most places they'll trap or poison and that's the end of it. What we do is we're actually going to find the entry points and we're going to take care of that for you. We do a lot of work with a lot of realtors here in town to bring houses to the closing table. So one of the big things about us is that we're not a sales company. We are a service provider. So we're not looking to meet a sales quota. We're looking to get a house ready to go to closing and get our customers taken care of. This is Bella LaFontaine, Crown Service, Termite and Pest Control. We are located at 3413 6th Avenue in Huntsville, Alabama. Phone number is 256-701-7095. Real estate, real easy. That's the motto at Innovative Realty Solutions, and providing the highest quality real estate services is their mission. With sound real estate advice, the latest information, and a skilled analysis of the real estate market, Innovative Realty Solutions offers a better home buying and selling experience with a fair, ethical, and, yes, innovative process. Innovative Realty Solutions. Visit them on Facebook, online at InnovativeRealtySolutions.com, at 100 North Clinton Street in Athens, or call 230-5950. Innovative Realty Solutions. Real estate, real easy. When things go wrong, State Farm is here to help life go right. And Agent Michael Howell is the one who can help get things back on track. See Michael for your auto, home, life, health, property, and business insurance and be ready for those unexpected twists that life throws at you. Ask about banking and annuities, too. Call State Farm Agent Michael Howell at 232-5400. Visit him online at michaelhowell.net or go see him at 903 South Clinton Street in Athens. State Farm Agent Michael Howell. There when things go wrong here to help life go right smith's heating and cooling in elkmont is your friendly local contractor servicing most brands of equipment and proudly installing industry-leading ream systems whether it's an air conditioner gas furnace heat pump or indoor air quality system smith's heating and cooling prides themselves on their exceptional installation and 24 7 customer service after the fact they offer financing too call 777-5450 today to schedule an appointment or a free no obligation consultation Smith's Heating and Cooling. Call 777-5450. Visit them on Facebook or online at smithsheatingandcoolingllc.com. Welcome back to the Best of Tailgate Talk. And the next part of the show is technically not the Best of Tailgate Talk. If you haven't checked out our Play Action Sports Report podcast, we encourage you to follow or subscribe to it on your favorite platform, whether it's iTunes, Google, Amazon, or others. I spoke with Tommy Smith and Hubert Cheatham back in May. They're the last two members of West Limestone's 1956 state championship basketball team. Well, I'm, I'm glad I could get you both on here. Uh, uh, 65 years later, you're the only two members left of that 1956 state championship team. Um, that is us. <laughs> I'm sad to say this truth. <laughs> uh, well, now, was this your senior year? Right, it was. Tell us a little bit about that season there. Oh, Tim, we 
knew that we were pretty good just based on our previous record. I didn't even play the the junior year, so they were really good. But uh, I managed to make the team senior year. However, I wasn't a starter, and I always came in started the second quarter. But we knew we were pretty good based on the competition that we had to face. And then as the season progressed, uh, we only lost, Tommy, I believe, what, five, six games maybe? Four. Four, six, and four here. Yeah, and then the tournament rolled around, and we rolled through those pretty good and sort of getting ahead of it. But I think one of the biggest surprises to me was when we got to the state tournament was how big a margin that we won by. We beat the first team we played by 30 points, the second team by 25 third team by 28 and then we had a struggle in the championship game we wound up winning by seven and uh but it was exciting year and we all were close most of us played together tom and i played together since we was in fifth or sixth grade and uh the other team other our other teammates joined up with us at west limestone because we went to different schools as uh in elementary and juniors, but uh, Tommy, go ahead. It was it was a real, real good year for for us. We were really blessed. We had, uh, I think it was seven seniors started the year off, and uh, during the year, the principal's son said he had enough, so he quit. He wanted to ride around in his car, I reckon, and stuff more. <laughs> but anyway. Sort of like, anyway, the, sort of like Tim. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, it was uh, it was a good year, and we had a bunch of boys. Like you said, we didn't care who scored as long as it was West Limestone. But it was it was great. We had a lot of fun, but we lost the very first game of the season, Tim. Hazel Green. We went to Hazel Green and got beat sixty four to sixty two in their first game that year. Oh. Sort of a wake up call. Yeah. When I Hubert, you said you were you'd come in in the second quarter when I was trying to I called Tommy yesterday and, and set up this interview here. He he compared you with Pistol Pete Maravich. <laughs> That's right. We had a uh, the starting team consisted of five seniors, and I was not one of them. Uh, one of them was a very good friend of mine that I'd been in school with longer than with Tommy, name of Charles Richardson, and my he's always started every game. And I don't know what my dad meant by it, but we ran into Coach Richter one day, and he said, uh, "Why does Hubert never start?" And he said, "Well." Richardson is a better shooter from outside, and he can shoot, and he can open the game up. And then I put Hubert in, and he can penetrate. And so we took him at his word, and that's <laughs> – but I only started one game, Tim, and that was in the district tournament. We had one of our starters that was sick for some reason, Mr. Joe Beasley, and uh, we were getting beat by East Limestone, our arch rival. We had beaten them twice during the season. But they were beating us in the district tournament, which was a single elimination. 
And after either the halftime or maybe even the third quarter, Coach Richter sent uh, Joel, said, you go get dressed. And so Joel comes out and he turns the game around and pulls us out of that one. And so that was the only game I started and one we almost lost. Wow. <laughs> well, you mentioned that was, go ahead. Excuse me. That was the real, uh, that was a real eye opener for our team right there. Uh, we were sluggish and East Limestone come to play. And I remember very well that we, we were just so close to getting beat. We had to play back then when 8th eighth, eighth District, they called it, was played in Decatur. And it, we played four games in the district, and we lost to Hackneyville in the uh, – not Hackneyville, to Austinville in the finals, 57-50. And – we were really downhearted, but we had to go over to Grant and play, I believe it was DAR. Yep. And to see who goes to the state. And we went over there and played them. And correct me if I'm wrong, Hubert, but I believe they had five people that were slamming the ball when we were warming up. <laughs> and, and, and when we started the game, four of them sat down. <laughs> I thought, whoa, what's going on? <laughs> but anyway... We wound up beating them just a little bit, I think. I believe if I remember correctly, I got 18 free throws that night. It, it was, was it was one of them. And Hubert, they'd come out and pick Hubert up. It was He got several free throws. But I remember that they, they gave us a run for the money, but we finally come out and won. I believe Paul jumped the defensive man and scored the winning basket, I believe. Paul made the layup for the winning basket. We won yeah. 72-69, I believe. Yeah, he hit the free throw also. I think they fouled him, but it, uh, it wound up that that was a close game. And then he come back, and we had the coaches had to flip a coin to see who went to state as the first-place team. And Coach Richter, He's lucky, so he won us the first place. Uh, he won the flip, and we got to go with the first place team. And we we were feeling a lot better then, especially when we went down there. And I believe in the first two games, I don't think anybody got to play more than a half. <laughs> and it was it was uh, a real interesting game. And then the second game, why well, I noticed it was about the same way when we played T.R. Miller. Mm-hmm. And then when we played Curry, I mean, nobody thought much about us. It was a Cinderella team. And then we played uh, uh, Hackneyville. Ha- no, I say before that, it was uh, played Camden, T.R. Miller, and Curry. Curry, Curry. When we played Curry, Curry was supposed to be real tough that year. We wound up beating them about 28 points, I think. Yeah. And scored a record high as a team. I forgot how much broke the record as a team scoring in the third round of the state tournament. And also you set impressed the record, me. didn't you? did yeah. individual record where you were scoring that day, 36? I just tied it. Oh. I tied it, you know, and he pulled us out. Yeah. They pulled us out, and we were all sitting out and got cold. And then they come back and told him that I hadn't broke it. They thought I had, but I hadn't. 
sent me back in, and would you believe being cold and all sitting there on the sideline, when I went back in, I had a layup, and I thought, here we go. Oh, I got smashed <laughs> and missed both free throws. Oh, wow. So I wound up down the rim. <laughs> and Tim, that game that we won uh, at Tommy was talking about in the district playoffs where we beat DR barely, I proved Coach Richter's genius, I guess, because uh, Richardson started that game, and he hit four shots from outside to lead us to, I think we were leading that quarter 11 to 8, but Charles had scored eight points of those, and so that fit his theory good. Yeah. Charles hits them, brings them out, and I go in between them. <laughs> Okay, so he he knew we would uh, he we knew would have he had the three point play back then. Then oh. uh, our our three point plays had to be fouled and then make. Uh-huh. Uh huh. <laughs> I have two games two games before that that really come to my mind. Tim, we played at Athens High School at Athens High in the county tournament one year. That was when they had uh, I believe Baxter Booth and Johnny Orr and. Uh, I don't know. They were so much larger and better than we were. And I think it was, Hubert, was it our sophomore or junior year? It may not have been the year you played. Did you play the year that? No, it was our, my junior, no, it was. Yeah, you did play junior, that year? It was our junior year. Yeah, right. Okay, we went out there and, and we played them right before the county tournament at their place at Athens. And they were a lot better than we were, and Coach Richter told us, said, y'all go have fun tonight, and then we'll come back and play ball serious whenever we have a tournament next week. So we all went out there to lose, and we won that ball game. And he said he knew that if we went out there and tried to play with them in the county tournament, that's going to beat the stew out of us. We froze the ball, the entire ball game. <laughs> We were leading eleven to nine at the half, and they beat us thirteen to twelve, Tim. Uh, and I'll never forget it. Wow! Where's and then we played. We played another game with Town Creek, and they come to our house, and they beat us exactly one hundred and thirteen to thirty nine. Oh wow! And and I'll never forget those two games. Wow, Man. that'll make you that'll make you remember them <laughs> and know that you got to you got to do something to get better, and and we did, and we finally were able to win a state and get back some of those feelings hey, that we got for getting stoned. Yeah, hey, Tim, yeah, that was the year I wasn't playing when they. Down Creek beat us well, the There you go. <laughs> that there may have been you, our problem, Dave. That was the answer. Uh, uh, well, now uh, y'all y'all talked about Coach Richter. What what kind of guy was he? What kind of coach was he? Sometimes it's he two different questions. He was, <laughs> he was very intelligent. He uh, he was uh, a gritty a gritty feller, and he he would make you do what he said. But he playing ball. He 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 played uh, for Vanderbilt in football, and he came to West Limestone after he came back, and all. And he was young and had the energy, and 
we were all country boys, and he rounded us up, you know, and he had, uh, I know he come to the cotton patch and got me for practice a time or two because we were poor farmers and trying to make a living, and it's just sometimes it's just hard to to take off and practice sometimes. But mm-hmm. anyway, he come to the field and talked to Daddy and all, and I went and practiced. And <laughs> stuff like that, I mean, he, he would he would really for every individual, and he was a team player, and he would uh, tell you when you done wrong, and if you didn't do it like he said, then he would let you watch on the, sit on the sideline and watch how it's <laughs> supposed to be done. <laughs> I'll never forget one game. I had, I got embarrassed to shoot. I missed 12 shots. And I would quit shooting. And he called time out and he said, Tommy, shoot the ball or sit over here by me. <laughs> and I sure didn't want to sit by him. And, and I made the next shot and I was okay. Yeah. Basketball is a lot in the head. Yeah, yeah. And you can't score if you don't shoot. No, you can't. <laughs> and then one more game I remember, I was lucky playing Lexington that West Limestone. You could be, I could be falling down and pitch it up and it'd go in. I think I made 21 in the first quarter. And and I just remember that real well. But I remember these shellackings a lot more than I remember the good ones. We'll be back with more of our Tailgate Talk conversation after this. From day one, First National Bank has been built on a strong foundation of community first. First to lend a helping hand, first to help with community events and fundraisers, first to support local students, athletic programs, and civic organizations, first to support events like United Way, Relay for Life, and many more charitable events, and most importantly, working for our great community. Without you, there'd be no First National Bank. Making communities great together, that's what we strive for. Equal Housing Lender, member FDIC. Daily and Son Car Care is Ardmore's only one-stop auto repair and tire shop. Whether it's major mechanic or brake work or routine maintenance like an oil change or lube job, Daily and Son Car Care has been satisfying customers all over with their fast and friendly service. They're also your headquarters for quality Cooper tires. Stop by and see Wayne, Nikki, or Dale at 25600 Main Street in Ardmore, Tennessee, or call them at 931-427-4651. They're on Facebook, too. Daily and Son Car Care, open Monday through Friday, 730 till 5, and Saturday, 730 till noon. If you're running out of space and a yard sale just isn't an option, Midpoint Storage and Buddy Box Storage gives you the choice. Midpoint Storage on Highway 72 East has traditional or climate-controlled units along with spaces for your boat or RV. Buddy Box offers convenient, secured, portable storage units delivered right to your home. They're both locally owned, too. Call 256-800-4249. Look for them on Facebook or online at midpoint, with an E, storage.com or Buddy Box. Storage.com. It's a win-win situation. Midpoint Storage and Buddy Box Storage. 256-800-4249. The Bamazak Memorial Scholarship has been set up to honor the legacy of Bamazak Green, a huge fan of the Crimson Tide along with Limestone County Sports. The scholarship will go each year to a male and female athlete from Limestone County. 
Checks should be made out to Bamazak Memorial Scholarship and can be sent in care of Garth Garris, 13833 Pinnacle Drive, Athens, Alabama, 35613. Donations can also be made in person at First State Bank of the South at 1319 Highway 72 East in Athens. Thank you for showing your support for local athletes by giving to the Bamazak Memorial Scholarship. You're listening to the best of Tailgate Talk on 1080 WKAC. What uh, What about some of your other team members? Um, you mentioned uh, one or two there. Yeah, Marshall Green was our tallest man. Hubert, he was 6'3", wasn't he? That's correct. Uh-huh. I believe he was 6'3", and he, his elbows were pretty tough because we would always get into them some. But one of the things Coach Richter taught was boxing out. And that was one thing that really helped us in the state tournament. We we led the rebounds in each game, I think, both offense and defense. But anyway, he really he really worked on rebounding and shooting the ball from where you'd be shooting it in the game. And he didn't want to come out there and catch us in practice shooting a game-winning shot from half court or something, you know, like we like to do a lot of times. Yeah. But he, he would he would get us in line pretty quick on that, and he he really didn't care which one of us scored, but he taught us to pass the ball, and he had no certain amount of touches, you know, as some of them do. Uh-huh. But we've run the figure eight a lot, and all of us handled the ball, and whoever got the opening went. If they didn't, they would hear from him. I don't remember him ever getting on to me for for shooting the ball, but I remember him getting on me for not shooting it. Well, keep talking. i got to get this dog quiet. Okay. <laughs> okay. But we uh, we really enjoyed that. But he was, he was strictly uh, – he knew his players, and – he knew how to talk with us, and, and uh, he was he was strict enough till we knew to try to do what he told us to. Yeah, you talking about him not uh, specifying any number of touches that people were supposed to get. It reminds me of that. I don't know if you've seen it that that movie Hoosiers. Yeah, I watched that many many times. Oh <laughs> that's yeah, my favorite movie. Yeah. We used to watch it. Yeah, that's one of my favorite ones too. It reminded I, me. Of- I love, I love to watch the Hoosers. It's it's so much. It brings back memories. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's and, that's about the same we time. Needed, we needed that. We needed that about how how the goal was and how far the free throw line was and everything else. One thing that really wears you when you start playing tournament plays is you have so much opening on the sides and everything. You go sitting out in the middle of the floor, it's a lot harder to hit than it is when it's in an enclosed area. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did you tell him about Clements, Jim? No, no, I didn't. I didn't mention that. I sure didn't, Hubert. Jim, one end of the court, the backboard was mounted on the wall. And so you didn't, if you shot a layup, you better go in from the sides. Yeah. The other end, the goal post, the goal, I said goal post, the goal was up against the stage. So you were kind of limited on how you approached the layup. <laughs> that reminds me of the old, the old uh, Aspen's Elementary gym, too. 
Yep. Uh, yep. I mean, it was, you didn't have too much room on any sideline there. Exactly right. And matter, matter of fact, I believe it was identical to that. Well, are there any other maybe memorable moments from that year other than the state championship? Oh. Doesn't have to be basketball. I just thought maybe we'd kind of. Uh, we we were a close-knit group. That's the thing I remember. Uh, like I had said, we had uh, seven seniors started out, and we wound up with six. And, uh, and the kid, four sophomores to the state tournament with us. It was six seniors and four sophomores. We didn't have a junior at win. Mm-hmm. And and it was uh it was good because those those boys just fell in with us and you know we treated them just like they were seniors also. And and they were good athletes. It was uh Billy White Davis, Kenneth McMoore, James Abernathy and uh Leslie Woolridge was Leslie. I say Leslie didn't go to the state. No, it was uh, was it the David Pertle. David Pertle. David, there you go. Right. Yeah, that's the ten that went four four sophomores and six seniors, and they all got to play. Those four sophomores played about as much in the first uh, two games as the seniors did, and they they. In fact, I think some of them were about probably high appointment in the first two games. And, of course, Hubert was right there playing that six-man deal like he had it coming in the second quarter. He got to play with them more, too. He got to play with both of us. Yeah, I played the rest of the game. The rest, Some of y'all had to come out, but I got to play the last three quarters anyway. <laughs> yeah. And, there's, you know, there's kind of a an advantage to being that six-man because sometimes you can kind of fly under the radar – as far as you know, what the other team knows about you, you know, and yeah, yeah, and kind of catch them by surprise sometimes with some stuff. Well, I don't think we had to worry about that because uh, nobody knew about us. Nobody knew about us. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, it's not like it is today. So, yeah, one uh, of our teammates, somebody, I think somebody asked him, "Where is West Limestone?" And he said, "Well, it's right across the road from." So and so's grocery store. <laughs> Tommy, you remember the guy's name? Yeah, it was White. White. Oh, yeah. Right across the road from White's grocery store. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, I remember who said it. Do you remember who said it? Yeah, it was Joe Beasley. <laughs> Joe Beasley. <laughs> and he was Sears. <laughs> and I remember, Coach, some of the pleasurable moments. <laughs> Coach Richter told us, he said, well, you can take the boy out of the country, but you can't, can't take the country out of the boy. That's what he told us when we down state term. We lived in the barracks down there, stayed there, Tim, when we went. Oh, well, we didn't stay in motels. We stayed in the barracks and played in the old Foster Auditorium. Okay, well, I was going to ask you where the state tournament was played at. It was at Alabama in the old Foster Auditorium. Okay. Uh, it's I think they remodeled it and rebuilt it and all for the girls to play in now. But it was, it was there and it had a balcony and all. And we, man, we were we went down there and we played. We had to play four games in three days: Thursday night, 
Friday night, Saturday afternoon, I believe, and Saturday night when you won. Mm-hmm. And, wow. and you got to do a lot of running. And we were old country plowboys, so all of us were used to running, so it didn't bother us. Yeah. At that time, of course, now we can't run 10 feet. <laughs> but <laughs> that was back when our daddies were in control and we were working and all. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Yeah. Tim, we about like uh, remember something that uh, somebody said about Ted Williams one time. Of course, Ted was my favorite baseball player, but they said it was well after he had retired and maybe was dead. They said, "What do you think Ted Williams would hit today?" Of course, you know he had a lifetime average of four hundred three. Uh-huh. Uh, no, not a lifetime. Sorry, he last one to hit over four hundred, but. I said, well, he'd probably hit about 260, 270. I said, are you crazy, man? He hit, uh, the last one hit over 400 and this, that, and the other. He said, yeah, but you got to remember he's 80 years old now. (laughs) (laughs) And that's where we are in the 80s. (laughs) Well, now, did you, um, did y'all have any uh, sports idols growing up? Maybe who you, maybe uh, model your game after or, or of course back then you might not have been able to really see much of uh, some of these. No, guys. I'm going to be honest with you. We did not have a television back then. Oh, yeah. oh. We, we didn't get a television at home until about the time I left home. Yeah. I believe it was right after I left home. And I think we got one our my junior year, but uh, always Ted Williams was always my hero and about the only one. Uh, but other than that, I got to Martin College and had this best friend that he was, Stan Musial was his greatest one. So we had some talks about those two. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's that was probably two of my favorite players. Ted Williams was especially, mm. and Ted Williams left out of his main part of his career, prime time, uh-huh. served in service. All right, jet pilot. Mm-hmm. Well, now y'all y'all played other sports, right? Yeah, Tommy. baseball, basketball. Tommy and, uh, was Tommy was just all-star in just about everything you mentioned. I didn't play football. I was afraid of getting hurt, I guess. We played, both played baseball. Tommy played it all and was the most valuable player in anything he did. But, um, I wasn't afraid of getting hurt, Tim, but I spent six days in the hospital <laughs> from blood clotted. Back with more of our Tailgate Talk conversation after this. Hey guys, this is Joanna for CEI Bookstore and Truth Publications. Many of you are searching for Bible study materials for your Bible classes. Our best-selling Bible curriculum, Discovering God's Way, is a reliable tool for teaching students of all ages through the Bible in its entirety. We're sure you'll love this curriculum, and if you'd like to see other options of Bible classes, we'll be happy to help you select from our topical studies. So stop struggling with the search and come by and let us help you select reliable and meaningful study materials for your class today. CEI Bookstore and Truth Publications, taking his hand, helping each other home. 
Physical Therapy is a new outpatient provider offering community-based care with a unique partnership model that allows them to consistently deliver world-class outpatient care, emphasizing personalized hands-on treatment. Whether it's orthopedic, physical, geriatric, or manual therapy, sports or neuro rehab, telehealth, or most any type of muscle or joint pain, P4 Physical Therapy promises to treat you with integrity, compassion, faithfulness, and selflessness. Locations in Athens, Huntsville, and Winfield, Alabama, as well as Fayetteville and Knoxville, Tennessee. Look for them on Facebook or online at P4PhysicalTherapy.com. Your roof is the first line of defense for your home. Do you have water stains on your ceiling, paint peeling off your walls, shingles missing? It's probably time for you to get your free roof inspection. Locally owned and operated, licensed and insured, Yellowhammer Roofing is the Yellowhammer State Hometown Team. Yellowhammer Roofing, let our family protect what's most important to you, your family. 256-232-1933 or online at yellowhammerroofing.com. We continue with our conversation on the best of tailgate talk on 1080 WKAC. Well, what do y'all think about these kids these days? Well, and I don't know, maybe it's their parents just wanting to focus on one sport so early. I, I don't, I don't like it. Oh, I, I don't mean this ugly, but I think, I think when you put too much on them and play too much, you don't watch you're going to burn them out on one sport Mm -hmm. i really i really believe well i had a little grandson he was uh i believe five or six years old he played about 143 games one year baseball Mm -hmm. and i said you i told coach i said you realize how many games the majors play Mm -hmm. at about 162 yeah and but you know he loved it, and he oh he he loved it. But it it gradually will burn them out if they're not careful. Yeah. And and I just like to see. Of course, we had the same coach for all sports, and it made it easier for us. But now they have it where it's hard to play them without overlapping. Mm-hmm. And they guess where they play these games in the off season. You know is so. Uh, practice and I mean, I think it's six games six uh, days they can play or something like that and it's uh, a lot of conflict yeah but some of them still play it in smaller schools but your larger schools it's got to where it's hard to play more than one or two sports because of the overlapping time in them you're yeah. either behind or if you do well that year in your sports you're playing then why you run over more. Yeah. Tommy's talking about your grandson playing that many games. Yeah. You, you remember how many games we played in baseball our senior year? Five. Yeah. At the, we won all five of them. We, we were county champions. Five? Yeah, five games. I was yeah. reading it here in the paper today when I was trying to look back to fresh my memory. Yeah. <laughs> well, but now, we played played five ball games. I remember we stopped during one of those for a funeral procession yeah. at Ardmore. <laughs> yeah. How, well, how do you only play five games? I, you know, they didn't have an epidemic well, going on back then, did they? No. <laughs> uh, it was just it was just one of those things that you uh, they didn't 
they didn't play much. And then they got away from baseball at one time. Pam dropped it huh. in the county schools. I don't know if you remember it or not, but uh, I think one of mine, when he was going to school, didn't have a chance to play baseball. Wow. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Well, now, uh, and we played, we played, uh, we even played some volleyball uh, the county uh, field day. We, we were lucky enough that year to win the volleyball tournament county field day, too. <laughs> so we won the baseball, basketball, football, and uh, volleyball. Volleyball. I don't know. We didn't win the track, did we? Or did, I don't know. I'm not sure. I know we were close on track, but I'm not sure. Yeah. Yeah. I run across my high school letter the other day, and it had had the bars on it. Now you know the WL, uh-huh. the bars on it, and stars for captain and stuff like that. But it, it was it was interesting. I never wore it. Uh, <laughs> I I let Shirley wear it. I never wore it. I think. <laughs> When I, well, you know, we never got any rings from the state tournament. Uh, when that no. 2015 team won it just, you know, six years ago, oh, Wilson Blair or somebody was going to make some kind of pitch for us getting our rings at that time, but never heard any more of it. But it seemed like we did. We went on a baseball Went to a baseball game. We met at Coach Richter's house. Tommy, you remember that? And he gave us a little silver or stainless steel something basketball. Yeah, for the basketball season. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, that's the only thing we got was that little <laughs> silver basketball. Huh. Those key chain basketball. Yeah. yeah. Well, the. Uh, but it, and we were the we were the first team in Limestone County that ever. Uh, what won the state tournament, and that's of course that's been a long time ago. But I didn't, I don't reckon I was fully aware of that at first. Of course, we wasn't aware of a lot of the pressures and all the playing. We just loved to play, and we went to play. Yeah, yeah. Let the coach worry about all that other stuff. Well, fellas, I knew this was going to be a fun conversation. Yeah, um, and yeah, I- we appreciate it. I appreciate, I appreciate Tommy throwing me under the bus. <laughs> <laughs> I told him we had to have him help. I said, it's just two of us left. And I can't say everything now because he'd know I was telling the right or not. And if I didn't have him to help me out, I might not get it right. Yeah. Well, well, y'all. But we've, we've really enjoyed it. And we've uh, we played uh, at Owens together. Tim, that was interesting. We played on the dirt court <laughs> and then we went and joined west limestone with over there and that's why it was so much different for us but yeah at the state tournament mr jack cannon was there and he was i guess it was maybe the awards night when tommy and i both made all tournament and he said i used to coach these boys on a mud or dirt court at owens <laughs> <laughs> and that was right he did yeah <laughs> And I'll never forget him. Yeah. Well, y'all, y'all remembered 
you know, Tommy, you were afraid you weren't going to remember anything, but, uh, I mean, I, I guess you just kept each other honest, uh, and, uh, uh, you know, you, you remembered, remembered a whole lot. So I, I appreciate oh, you do after you get started, Tim, you, yeah, 56 has been 65 years, but you know, uh, when you get started in it, it starts thinking one thing will lead to another one and you get talking about it. Mm-hmm. I'm sure you can think of a lot of that when you start talking about it. Yeah. But that's, Tim, it's a lot of fun. Tim, he embellished a lot of stuff, but I just didn't correct him. Well, that's that kind of goes along with it, too. You know, the, the farther away it is, the, the more embellishment seems like goes along. That's yeah. what you think. With friends, you know you can get by with it better than you can with others. <laughs> hey, good talking to you guys. Right. Appreciate y'all taking the time. Thank you, Tim. All I right. appreciate it. Thank y'all. That was Tommy Smith and Hubert Cheatham, the remaining members of the 1956 West Limestone State Championship basketball team. You can hear the interview in its entirety by subscribing to the Play Action Sports Report podcast. Look for other episodes on your favorite podcast platform on Amazon Echo or Google Home devices and online at pasnetwork.net. Accidents happen. It's a part of life. So next time a wreck is a part of your life, Sides Auto Body Repair is there to lend a hand. Since 1987, Sides Auto Body Repair has been guiding customers through the repair process with as little stress as possible, offering free estimates, a limited lifetime warranty on their work, as well as saving you the headache of handling the insurance paperwork. They're also iCar Platinum certified and can boast over 60 years of combined experience. Call their Highway 72 West location at 230-6464 or Highway 72 East at 444-0729. Either way, call them first. Sides Auto Body Repair. If you're running out of space and a yard sale just isn't an option, Midpoint Storage and Buddy Box Storage gives you the choice. Midpoint Storage on Highway 72 East has traditional or climate-controlled units along with spaces for your boat or RV. Buddy Box offers convenient, secured, portable storage units delivered right to your home. They're both locally owned, too. Call 256-800-4249. Look for them on Facebook or online at midpoint, with an E, storage.com or Buddy Box. Storage.com. It's a win-win situation. Midpoint Storage and Buddy Box Storage. 256-800-4249. Quality Vinyl is on your side. Quality Vinyl in Athens has been in business since 1987, offering great prices and service the whole time. What has changed is the technology of their products. From vinyl siding and shutters, sunrooms and screen rooms, to doors, windows, columns and rails. Quality Vinyl, located on the corner of Highway 72 and Reed Road in Athens, just six miles west of I-65. Call 232-2665 or visit them online at qualityvinyl.net. Quality Vinyl is on your side. You've been listening to the best of Tailgate Talk. You can hear the archive of this and other shows online at tailgatetalk.net. Join us next Saturday at 10 a.m. Applebee's Tailgate Talk is a production of Play Action Sports on 1080 WKAC.